Welcome to the Altcast, Episode 1. I'm your host, Bill Cassidy. Today I interview Ned Scott, CEO and co-founder of Steamate, a social media platform where anyone can get rewards for publishing their own content on the website. Welcome, Ned Scott. How you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty well, Bill. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, if you could, just go ahead and give us a quick introduction on your Bitcoin background. Maybe tell us a little bit about how you found it and how you got involved. Sure. Yeah, I think it was 2013. I had kind of just gotten out of school where I'd studied psychology and economics. And, you know, I was like looking for things to get into. I was, I was looking at jobs and things like that. And I, I found out an article on Yahoo news and it was all about Bitcoin. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know, but, but you know, what is it really? What am I really looking at here? And so I said to my dad, you know, dad, what do you think of this? Like, what is this digital, digital money here? He goes, he goes, Ned, son, I don't pay attention to the fads. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, whatever. And, you know, I ended up really tuning in after that though. And I, I, I just, it, it just felt right to me. And, um, you know, I, I it, it just evolved from there where, where I, I, I really enjoyed delving into the rabbit holes and learning uh, about the technology. Um, and it was later that year that I came across Dan Larimer, who, who I partnered with for this Steemit project. And, you know, he was working on uh, building up to the BitShares project at the time, which is the idea of decentralized exchange. And, you know, I felt that that was one of the more innovative, you know, concepts of blockchain technology. You know, the idea that, that you have all these exchanges like Mt. Gox and Cripsy, they're all getting hacked and, and failing and people are losing money. You know, Dan was coming forward and saying, you know, if we build these businesses onto a blockchain, you know, we won't have those same hacking issues. Um, so I thought that was cool and it, it evolved in a lot of things. I ended up following Ethereum very closely and investing in that project as well and really liked all the 2.0 stuff. And it just kept, you know, growing for me. I, it was, it was an addiction. It was like my girlfriend, you know, I couldn't, I, <laughs> you know, and yeah. It's, it's you know, snowball. It's snowballs for sure. It's snowball in 2015, I, I basically said, you know, all right, I'm going to start bringing some of these opportunities and some of this technology to places in New York where, where I was and, you know, I was going to different consultants and different investment firms saying, Hey, we should do something with this. And it just evolved. And then I, I got together with Dan in January of this year, and he was looking at doing mutual aid and insurance on the blockchain. The idea that, you know, how can we, how can we empower people to be able to help each other across the blockchain? You know, when they have problems, when they have questions, when they have issues, you know, when they have problems that require insurance, you know, how can we help them with that? And we realized, you know, we need a forum where people can post their stories and talk about their problems. And, you know, we incorporated, you know, a lot of ideas and elements, you know, from other projects, other open source projects and from Dan's background. And, you know, we, we, we came across Steemit, you know, it was, it was the idea at the end of the day. And it's the idea that you have this decentralized forum, kind of like a Reddit, you know, where people can post just about anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, we also came up with this idea that, that people can get paid to post and paid to vote. Cause we realized, you know, you need these incentives for people to, um, you know, accurately, you know, measure the value of a post and things like that. So, so we started insurance and we ended up at, at social media, you know, yeah. where you had, all built on the blockchain. 
<laughs> uh, where did where did the name come from? Where did you guys come up with the name Steam or Steam It? Um, I, I think the first working title we had was Web Clout. Um, you know, the idea that you have influencer, you know, some such thing online, and it, it, it was it was actually it was a tough namespace because it was it was competing with a few things, including another company called Clout, and. You know, so, so we, we, we really just kind of took the opportunity. We said, okay, you know, there's, there's a number of us here. Let's take the aggregate of our personalities and, and, and just figure out something new. Let's come up with, you know, a new, a new name, a new concept. And so we were looking at, you know, the words, you know, kind of like esteem and, and other types of words. And we just broke steam down, esteem down. And so we had steam and then we were thinking of steam power and steam engines, steam trains. And we did more and more research. We realized that, that um, steam back in the 16th century with two E's meant to value something. And because it sounded like trains and power, we we're like, okay, that's cool. And we realized that, you know, in, in old time, you know, English uh, steam trains had a lot of influence on, on idioms um, such as, you know, this conversation is picking up steam or this conversation is getting off track. So we really liked the concept of steam as far as describing people's conversations, which is what the platform is all about, you know, really. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. So you said it's kind of like Reddit, you know, and also very similar to Medium. If you could define steam in just a few words, what would it be? Right. It's it's the people's publishing platform. You know, it's 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 a shared and publicly owned um, online community. And, you know, it's really hard to encapsulate in a few words. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, starting out, you know, the ideas of Reddit and medium really help us because people are so familiar with those concepts, but underneath the hood, there's a, a platform here that is so public and so available for technologists and entrepreneurs and statisticians that, you know, it's really a new concept of, of social media that, 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 that it's empowering and public and it's got a lot of technological potential. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a number of innovations Dan has brought to the table, including bandwidth uh, rate limiting, which means this is one of the first blockchains or at least the first that we know of that has no transaction fees and supports this kind of business model. And, you know, with the idea of not having transaction fees, there's a lot we can do and everyone's heard the, you know, the buzzword side chains and, and side chain plugins and sub chains. There's huge potential for us there, but because we have such a sort of clear, you know, first model, which is this Reddit medium hybrid, you know, we're realizing that we're going to end up with this decentralized app store for marketplace um, applications and for statistics applications and all these, you know, game applications that empower the user and are sort of adjunct to, you know, this, this, this central, you know, uh, uh, community hub, which is Steemit. So, so kind of like Facebook has its app store, you know, Steemit will end up with an app store that is totally blockchain driven and is, you know, bringing new business models to the table. So nice. I know that that was not two or three words. Yeah. <laughs> it's Good. a huge challenge for me at this point. So you, you guys are actually looking into expanding and not just focus on this social media aspect of Steemit. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a challenge, you know, because Steemit is, is such a clear thing. You know, it's, it's, you know, let's continue to improve the user experience, which is priority number one. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, we recognize how much potential there is for this platform. 
um, that we we can't you know we can't ignore it. But so we have this challenge where, where we're straddling you know taking care of this this business model that we built, yeah. and then you know opening things up for other people to help bring this whole platform forward. Because the whole thing we've seen it with Ethereum, you know, when you can create a platform that empowers developers, suddenly you you, you develop a mass of people that, that are helping build, you know, this new, this new, you know, community product. So, so we want to get to that point too, where we can empower people to help build this with us. And we've already seen that a little bit. We've seen entrepreneurs come and build different statistics apps and, and, you know, cross posting apps from Reddit and things like that. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a key a key factor in success for a small startup or a, n- a new company like this is is bringing in those outside developers who can help contribute and help help the platform grow. When it, when did you guys open the beta? Yeah, so um, you know, this was kind of an idea that we were kicking around and refining in January. And you know, with Dan's expertise and the developers that we have um, you know, who are very talented, you know, we were able to take this platform from an idea in January to a mainnet blockchain in March. And so the back end was running. I don't know if we'd call that a beta just yet, but, but the platform kind of itself went up in, in the beginning of May. I think it was May 4th uh, that we put the beta sticker on there and kind of opened it up. Cool. And then from May through July, there was sort of this, this, this sort of waiting period, this sort of one long day before the system really went live with its payouts. Um, and so people were kind of showing up and they're wondering, you know, is this really going to work? Well, the people who, who came and really committed themselves and blogged a lot ended up, you know, really, uh, you know, striking, you know, uh, uh, rewards, you know, and um, that was really cool to see. And, and once that first payout happened on July 4th, you know, we've, we've started to see other people, you know, recognize, okay, this platform's really working. It's legitimate. Yeah. They got it. They got excited. (laughs) They got excited. They saw other people, you know, saying, Hey, I really made money on this thing. And our growth has just exploded. Nice. Because I I think just because confidence. Is it, is the proof of work? Is there minors? Yeah. 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 There's minors. There's minors. Absolutely. Okay. Um, So the way it works is, is, uh, you know, you have this consensus model. It's a hybrid proof of work and delegated proof of stake. Proof of work to make sure the network is secure and irreversible, um, and delegated proof of stake, which also helps with those things, but adds a, a certain predictability to block production um, that makes it easier to get consensus if there needs to be, uh, you know, any sort of fork. You know, it's easier to get community input and. Um, you know, so absolutely in terms of mining and proof of work, there's an opportunity there. You know, you can turn on a miner, you can get in the queue, you can mine steam. Um, and that's how a new steam is created. That's how a portion of new steam is created. So, so, you know, it's, it's that process of seniorage that, that we first saw in Bitcoin where Bitcoin's creating new tokens at, at a certain rate, you know, during different intervals, every four years it changes, but we just saw the happening, which is cool. But, um, you know, it's the same idea. You have this blockchain creating new tokens, but the way Steam works is it's creating new tokens for different types of people. That's yeah. what gives it its edge. So it creates new tokens for miners. It creates new tokens for holders. So anyone who's holding the token Steam power, which is just Steam that's been committed to the network long term, they're getting rewarded too. And then there's a rewards fund, which Steam is also creating new tokens for, for the posters and voters. So. Uh, Every day, there's a set and specific amount of steam created 
that has to be pre it has to be um, sent to the posters and voters, and because of that, you know you have this constant flow of value bringing in new people to provide good information to the community. And the the best information will will reach the top. Basically. Exactly, exactly. So so anyone can bring information, but the better it's perceived by the community, the more reward, the more the greater piece of the pie it can take home at the end of the day. Cool. Uh, so currently there's, I looked on, this is just an estimate. There's 78 million steam at the moment created. Mm. How many are created per year? And is, is there happenings for you guys also, or? Yeah, actually there are sort of happenings. Well, there, there's really kind of like reverse, uh, share split every four years to maintain, you know, uh, scalability of the, uh, of, of the integers and things like that. The way it works is the supply is actually uh, doubled every year, but it's it's sustainable in the sense that um, you know it's going into the the buckets of long term holders. Um, so if you hold long term, you know it's uh, it's really it's really not doubling every year. You're really keeping up with inflation 100. percent So when I first found Steemit, it was actually kind of crazy because someone posted like a link to a Steemit article. And I, I got there and I read the article and then I was like, oh, well, what is this? And, you know, before I even realized that you guys were like a cryptocurrency or a, a blockchain or anything like that, I just thought you guys were just another social media platform. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was using it, you know, I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. I like, <laughs> I like to check out all the new social media platforms just because uh, I like to get a unique username. We all like those. And <laughs> so that, that was one of the reasons I initially signed up but i'll for tell you little, right now, for, for account name squatting <laughs> yeah not really squatting but just making sure that i got the one that i wanted yeah, yeah and but really i i started using it and i i found myself visiting every day without even thinking like oh i need to visit steam it was kind of just a natural thing you know i just click steam it and be on there and start looking for articles and it was cool and the reason i brought that up man is because I, I i want you guys to know that i felt like I almost felt like when I, back in the day, when I first found MySpace, you know, huh, I, cool. I, I got the excitement back and I, I do feel like you guys have a niche here, but I'm wondering, is there any competitors like direct competitors to steam it? Direct competitors. So, so there's certainly people with, you know, uh, you know, uh, an, an eye for the problems, you know, people are looking at social media and saying, you know, how can we give this back to the people? How can we make the data public and get it out from, you know, the closed doors of Facebook and Reddit and Twitter? Um, and there's certainly a few in the blockchain space, you know, namely Scenario and Backfeed, um, Akasha, and you know, a number of others, uh, some really good ones. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting at the moment, but, you know, it's, it's a big problem. You know, the idea that, that data is owned by these, these private companies. Yeah. You know, with what we're bringing to the table, the data is made public and censorship is no longer possible. You know, we're building a, a platform to empower, empower people, you know, in, 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 in all ways. And, you know, I think a lot of people see that problem and, you know, we just happen to have the domain expertise and the technological expertise to be able to, you know, really uh, refine the ideas and, you know, uh, innovate to a point where we knew we, we could we could launch successfully it's crazy because like i'll come across some of these ideas like 
what was that one scenario or whatever and i'll i'll start reading about it and i'm and then i'm i'm looking for somewhere to like sign up so i can do my my username squatting there's like there's nowhere to sign up that's why I, that's why i think i was so like sucked into steam it at first it's just because it was just already there it was working and i could just do it you know i didn't have to read a big long white paper about how it works all i had to do was click a few buttons and actually use it right right i mean that's the that's the proposition you know we have a platform here that's that's you know it's user friendly enough you know people see something they're familiar with and they can start you know contributing you know right off the bat and yeah you know, that's the important thing. Big time. We've talked a little bit about uh, how people earn Steam on Steam. And so they can upvote posts and they can create posts. And then we talked about Steam Power, Steam, and then Steam Dollars. Could you mm. just give us a brief overview of the difference between those three? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Steam and Steam Power are pretty much the same thing. It's just that you know, if you have Steam, you have to sort of commit it to the network. You, you, there's a process called powering up, and you can see it in the wallet in the, in, in Steam.com. You hit power up, and now you have Steam Power. You know, it's really the same variety of token, but it gives you influence, and it gives you access. And the, the more of the Steam Power you have, the more you can influence. You know, where a post goes on the platform. So if you upvote something, it moves higher. If you have more Steam Power. Um, so that's something you can use to promote your own post. It's something you can use to reward other people. Um, you know, it's, it's a real, you know, it's a real token of access and, and, and influence. Um, Steam is sort of more speculative because Steam power is kind of locked up in the way that, you know, uh, equity in a startup might be locked up, you know, through a vesting contract. Um, and the advantage to steam is you can take it to the market, you can trade it, you can speculate, you know, and all that. It just doesn't give you influence over the posts and votes. Um, right. Steam dollars are part of the, um, the part of the system that sort of stabilizes things and makes payouts work really well. So when you get paid for a successful post, um, you're getting paid a portion of steam power and a portion of steam dollars. It's a 50 50 split for the author. And, you know, what that does is it gives the author, you know, something that they can use again on the platform, which is steam power, you know, they get to continue to have more influence on the platform, but they're also getting steam dollars, which they can easily convert today through Bitcoin and then into their bank account if they want to have, you know, their own country's currency, or yeah. they can hold steam dollars and eventually will have a very vibrant economy where they can spend them directly on the site. Nice. Yeah. So that's what you're saying. There's going to be like an app store and a marketplace, right? So people can just make purchases on the actual website. Right, right. So Steam Dollars will be an integral part of that, you know, and if you want to come participate in the economy, you know, you're probably better off having Steam Dollars, which you can get very easily on the site by posting and participating. Cool. So the when you do power up, what I got from that is it basically makes your user more of a power user, you become more powerful. And, but you also said that we can we can get that steam back, right? Yeah, you can power it down as well. So um, it's a little bit of a longer process. You've you've committed it to the network, but if you hit power down, then it then it, it changes from the steam power bucket into the steam bucket over an average of one year. Um, and then you know once it's powered down, you know, and, and it does that in weekly um, equal distributions. You can take it to the market. You can sell it. You can take it to the Steam Dollars market and get Steam Dollars, which have a stable value, um, you know, often currently with a 10% interest rate. Um, 
so there's some value there. But but yeah, you can absolutely power down and power up, and you can move back and forth between Steam Power and Steam. Cool. So you guys added like a follow button, and I I read somewhere that you guys are added adding like private messages. I'm wondering like what similarities you have to other social media platforms and what you guys might be adding. Right. So, so there's, you know, we're in a very, we're in a terrific position because so many social media sites have come out to date and, you know, we've seen which ones have done well. We've seen which features, uh, you know, have driven, you know, uh, platforms to success. Um, so because of that, you know, we're able to look at platforms like Twitter and Reddit and medium and say, you know, these features would work really well here. So, you know, there's still quite an element of Twitter that, that we, you know, really need to install here. And, and that's in regards to the follows and to help people build brands and build, you know, their follower base and things like that. Um, you know, the, there's still some ways to go there. As far as private messaging, it could be similar as well. You know, you'd have end-to-end um, encrypted um, peer-to-peer messaging um, because it's all blockchain-based. So that's another feature we definitely want to get to. Um, yeah, there's quite a few things on the roadmap. Notifications, you know, we end up with, you know, you can invite your friends and, you know, all, all sorts of things, a whole host of things. Uh, I'm wondering, how do you guys prevent, like, how do you prevent me from creating like 10 accounts and just sitting there and upvoting all my own stuff? No, you, you totally can. Um, it's just that it, everything is stake-weighted voting. So, um, you can, you know, if you get 10 votes, you know, you could essentially see a dollar of value in that, or you could get 10 votes and you could see a penny of value in that. It all depends on how much steam power those accounts have. Right. So um, to really game the system, well, that, that's the thing. We've, we've designed it so that it's very difficult to, to game. You have to invest in the system in order to, you know, have more influence over it. And once you've done that, then you're, it's in your best interest to be, you know, a positive contributor. Yeah. You're not so, going to turn around and like try to bring the system down. Right. If you put money into it. Right. Right. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the team. Cause I've, I noticed you guys have Dan and then you, is there anybody else contributing to the core code or. Yeah. So there's seven of us full time at the moment. Um, it's, we're a little unbalanced because you know, Dan and the five other guys are all our programmers and developers. And then there's me on the, you know, I'm biz dev, ops, finance, every, everything else other than, than programming. Interviews. And interviews. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, you know, the, the, good, the good thing is we have an incredible community of early adopters like yourself. And, uh, you know, we've got this little Slack channel where there's now hundreds of people, I think over 500 people in there. And a lot of them are putting their time and effort to help grow this project and, and they're putting out their links and, and, and they're referring new people. And so, you know, from a marketing standpoint, we're, we're really being balanced out, you know, where, where, where all these people are, are, are coming forward to help. And it's, it's, it's really, you know, we're really in a, in a, in a terrific position having the, the wonderful community that we have. So you mentioned that you guys, after the July 4th payout, that you're kind of getting an, an influx of users. Is there any like special statistics you can scoop for us in the interview today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a public site that, that a, a, a guy put up, you know, based on the blockchain. It's called steemel.com. That's S-T-E-E-M-L-E.com. 
And it's this terrific little stats site um, that shows, you know, user signups. It shows votes per day. It shows posts per day. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now and reel off a couple numbers. Um, but a week ago, for instance, uh, we were doing about 10,000 transactions a day. And recently we've been doing between uh, 44 and 63,000 transactions per day. Damn, so, you know that's a that's a big spike for us. Yeah, transfers per day are up. Accounts per, uh, creations per day are up from about uh, you know an average of eighty per day to now we're we're hitting almost five hundred uh, per day. Uh, uh, so like all the data that's created, like if I create a post on Steemit and post it, is that actually stored on the blockchain? Oh yeah, yeah, it's absolutely stored on the blockchain. All the text is stored. The pictures. The videos are not, but you know, in time we will have uh, a complete and full IPFS integration um, to you know make sure that all all the content is is uh, is is immutable in, in the sense that you always know what's there, and you know if anything gets taken down from an IPFS node, you know it can be looked at on another node and things like that. Cool. Uh, what if you guys like tomorrow? wired or something writes an article about steam it mm. and then all of a sudden you guys get like three million people signing up mm. is it gonna affect the website is it gonna i mean how how are you gonna be able to scale is what i'm wondering oh great yeah so so one of you know dan's major accomplishments with BitShares, his first project was that he really figured out scalability to the point where he was testing into the thousands of transactions per second uh sustained and you know that's the sort of thing that that a social media platform requires uh, to scale. And so we have very you know similar and even improved uh, networking architecture there. And with the delegated proof of stake and proof of work model we have, the witnesses and the block producers can all scale up at the same time. Um, we, we're certainly taking measures to make sure that 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 our our system is refined and capable of doing that. But you know we've done immense amounts of testing. To make sure that when that when that spike comes, you know we can we can handle it. Awesome. Uh, so we spoke a little bit about the roadmap and what your guys' plans are, but can you give us uh, more of a timeline of when we can expect some of that marketplace and app store to come come about? Hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't want to I don't want to give you know too too many exact details, but um, <laughs> I think that um, you know, especially because we're still working out you know a lot of it, but. I think that, that users can expect to see steady improvements to the user interface. Um, and as far as marketplace plugins and sidechain plugins, we will come out with a couple things in the next couple months. Um, and hopefully, you know, with the goal of getting things to the point where developers can understand the potential for this so that, you know, they can begin to work on these cool things alongside us. Cool. Um, so, so more information about the concepts and the potential to come out in the next couple of months. Awesome. So I just have one piece of feedback for the website. I'm not like a, a developer or anything. I do a little web design and stuff, but I'm not like a developer. I always get frustrated with the videos because on my phone, they're, they're not responsive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I don't know if that's an easy fix or what, but the videos aren't responsive. That's that's the only issue I have with Steemit. And oh man, yeah, if, if that's my <laughs> only issue, I think you got, 
you guys are on the the right track here. So uh, that's good. No, so that, yeah, I'll th- I'm going to take that. You know, I mean, thank you. you know, <laughs> but you know, I'm going to take that. I'll put that in the you know the dev channel, and and we'll we'll definitely look at that. But thank cool. you. I mean, it's really cool. You know that we've gotten to this point. We're 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 happy, but but we're you know we're never totally satisfied. You know, that's yeah. just kind of our thing. So so you know we're always working to improve. Rad. Uh, so if there's anything you want to close with, man, uh, pretty much just going to start wrapping it up here. If you have any closing comments or anything. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, to all the users out there, we'd love to see you on Steam. It. It's, it's really fun. We're getting a lot of people and, you know, we'd love to, uh, you know, have more. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Ned. I wish you the best, man. Talk okay. to you soon. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Today's episode was brought to you by Bola VPN bringing you internet freedom through security. Check out the website in the description below. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember, I provide this information because I'm enthusiastic about this stuff. None of it should be taken as advice. Please do your due diligence when researching potential investments or security tools. See you all next time.